episode is on gender dysphoria. So gender dysphoria is the distress or discomfort that occurs when the person's biological sex and gender identity do not align. The true prevalence is unknown because of discrimination and cultural norms and paucity of data. In the 5th edition of the DSM, so DSM-5, the term gender dysphoria has replaced gender identity disorder. The symptoms of gender dysphoria manifest at different developmental stages, but reliably become more debilitating when secondary sexual characteristics develop during puberty. The prognosis is generally positive and improves with treatment, which includes a combination of psychotherapy, hormones and surgery. The treatments are safe and effective in the long term and very few people who choose it have regrets about their decision later in life. The initial assessment includes history, assessment of risks and supports and appropriate exam. Later consults will focus on discussion of short-term and long-term goals, which will provide a framework. So in the first step, you want to establish a relationship. Establish a diagnosis. Uh, You can do that through the DSM-5. Begin by establishing age of onset and duration. If there was a change point, did it correspond with a significant event? For gender dysphoria to be present, the patient must have at least two for at least six months, two of the following criteria for at least six months, and it must cause significant distress to the patient. This includes significant difference between their own experienced gender and secondary sexual characteristics. Strong desire to be rid of their secondary sexual characteristics that will prevent their development. Wanting secondary sexual characteristics of the opposite gender. Wanting to be treated as the other gender. The strong belief they have the feelings and reactions of the other gender. And their feelings may be marked. They may be a cause of distress, cause of disgust, and may lead to mutilation. To make the diagnosis, there must be significant distress that impairs social, occupational, or other areas of function. The best way to assess this is to a head screen. So H is for home. Um, E is for education, employment, eating, and exercise. A is for activities and relationships. D is for drug use. S is for sexuality, suicide, depression, and mental health. Nice acronym. Uh, Bearing in mind concomitant comorbidities and mental illness, so depressive disorders which are double the general population. Rates of abuse, isolation, suicide are higher as well. Uh, Rates of substance misuse are higher with anabolic steroids, the most frequently misused substances. So you want to take a medication and drug history. You need to take a comprehensive sexual history. Uh, making sure there's no risk of STIs and identifying support networks. Support ne- networks might include counselling um, or the parents and friends of lesbians and gays, PFLAG. Examination should be discreet. Dental exam is not part of the routine assessment unless there's a suggestion of intersex or mutilation. 
Differentials of gender dysphoria include transvestic disorder, bodymorphic disorder, psychosis, borderline personality disorder, Asperger's or disassociative identity disorder. Uh, just going over a few definitions, uh, starting with uh, body transvestic disorder. It's a cross-dressing as a sexual urge or fantasy. They're not the opposite sex and they don't want surgery or hormones. Body dysmorphic disorder is a distressing or impairing preoccupation with defect in appearance. <coughs> Borderline is defined as a disturbance in self-identity, which could include sexual orientation and or gender dysphoria. Investigations in gender dysphoria are basically, if you want to get a baseline for hormone replacement therapy, they're not part of the diagnostic process. Management includes counselling, changing your documents, hormone therapy and surgery. Counselling, you want to have counselling with someone with experience or interest in transgender health. It may be difficult to find someone, especially in rural areas. Changing documents just needs a doctor's letter or a registered psychologist and you can change. It's described in the federal government's Australian guidelines on the recognition of sex and gender. And you can change your Centrelink, Medicare, passports, ATO, driver's license, birth certificate. Hormone therapy is next on the list. Um, <clears throat> and it's been demonstrated to reduce distress without having any adverse psychological or physical effects. As with any meds, it's important to be aware of the reversal and permanent side effects to ensure patients are fully informed. And they're well described in the Endocrine Society Treatment of Transsexual Persons Guidelines. Um, GPs might feel uncomfortable, so you can refer to specialists, endocrinologists, sexual health physicians, or specific gender clinics in Australia. For example, in NT, there's one at the Royal Darwin Unit, Endocrine Unit. There's nothing for transgender. In Queensland, there's Brisbane Gender Clinic, Gold Coast Sexual Health, PFLAG, Transbridge. Uh, and lastly, surgical reassignment. Um, often refer to top procedures and bottom procedures. Um, it's often performed overseas due to greater expertise and lower cost. If you want genital surgery, you have to have been on hormone therapy for at least one year and living in desired role, uh, given the permanency of the procedure. So in summary, management of gender dysphoria includes counselling, changing documents, commencing hormone therapy and gender reassignments therapy once they have been on um, medication for a year and are stable. And just with regards to that guideline um, the goals of hormone replacement are to suppress endogenous hormone secretion and maintain sex hormone levels um, for transsexual adolescents TANF stage 2 you can suppress puberty with GnRH analogs until 16 years old after which you can give cross sex hormones And for adult people, they recommend suppressing endogenous sex hormones, maintaining physiologic levels of gender-appropriate sex hormones, and monitoring for known risks in adult transsexuals.